0: If you're a firearms enthusiast like I am or you have one in your life, let me tell you about the industry's best kept secret, Bear Creek Arsenal. This is a veteran-owned and operated gun manufacturer, Bear Creek Arsenal that is, based in Sanford, North Carolina. They make high-quality firearms at an incredible value. Learn more about Bear Creek Arsenal at bearcreekarsenal.com/buck Use promo code buck to get 10% off your first order. One more time, bearcreekarsenal.com slash buck and promo code buck to get 10% off your first order. When you have health
1: insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money, but are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors.
2: 995 gold that's eight three three nine nine five 995 gold Eight three three nine nine 995 gold Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast.
0: Welcome everybody to the Friday edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. I'm rocking it solo today, my main man Clay, a much deserved day of, of rest and travel. I think he's out in Las Vegas, so we don't have to worry about him. He's going to be by the pool, playing the blackjack, uh, and he'll be back with a call on Monday. We miss him. Hope he has a good weekend, a relaxation, and whatever else he's got going on. Probably sports stuff, because it is the March Madness, right? We are in the month of March, and I have filled out a bracket, as we all know, which is, yay, a bracket. Uh, There's a lot to talk about today. The national champion swimmer officially for the ncaa is a uh male is a man so we'll talk about that Uh, this was what we've been saying would happen and it has happened plus uh, we've got obviously updates on the russia ukraine situation and much much more on what's going on with Inflation and the economy plus the border, a New York Times op-ed from the editorial team on maybe free speech is under assault, probably going to be joined later on by some fantastic guests, too. I'll keep you in suspense uh, in the meantime, because I've got to tell you, there's that line, the Solzhenitsyn line, that really does stay with me and has for a long time, live not by lies. And it's just a very basic mantra. Just don't don't live your life as a part of a lie, saying lies, allowing others to lie. And here's where we are. It's very basic. It's very straightforward. You now have a situation where the NCAA, because of wokeness, which is really just left wing political correctness weaponized in ways that many of us warned about, but certainly exceed even the PC mania of, say, the 1990s. Uh, left-wing wokeness now demands that biological males can compete against biological uh, females in sports to include all sports. Right? So, yes, speed-based sports, you know, track, swimming, but also down the line there will have to be more discussions about combatives, things like uh, boxing, jiu-jitsu, you name it, because what you're being told is that there's no unfair advantage. Put aside for a second discussions of how we uh, generally handle the, uh, the psychological needs or the desire that we should all have to just be good to one another, to be kind to one another. People go through a lot of stuff. People need help at different times. This is about competition in NCAA athletics, right? This is about competition at the Olympics soon enough. And here we are watching it play out. And you have people on the left who are lying to you. They're just lying to you. And this is not a minor thing because you are expected to comply. Very few people will publicly come out and say to you that there is no physical advantage, that a biological male uh, does not, in fact, have a physical advantage over biological females or also just male and female. I think some of these. Uh, Additional words that we use starts to play into it. And I've said before on this show that I I do not approve even of using preferred pronoun. I think this was the beginning. That was the usage of of a courtesy issue. Someone's name is a question of courtesy. Call someone what their name is. They want to change their name. That's fine. Someone's gender is a reflection of a reality that exists independent of feelings. The same way that I refuse to call somebody who believes that they are a plural or that they have a new pronoun, which was a real thing that the left was trying for a while, by the way, Um, in the same way that there are constant new gender constructs. In fact, at one point, I think Harvard University was uh, putting on its application or maybe it was for admitted students that there were a few dozen gender options very confusing for a lot of people and this was all new even to those who had spent their lives understanding the left and the program of progressivism so here we sit and we're told that a biological male swimming against women and stealing what would have been i mean there is a there is now a woman and i want to be very clear in fact i want to name her emma wyant is actually the fastest female swimmer in america in the ncaa she is actually the female gold medalist in reality land in the ncaa and left-wing woke alternative universe it is leah thomas but it is in fact emma wyatt who is the fastest female swimmer all you have to do is look at the photo of the three top finishers and say to yourself One of these individuals is not like the others. It's quite clear. There's very obvious physical differences. And people who say, oh, but there's been a a testosterone suppression for last year. Testosterone. The the individual here, Leah Thomas, has had over a you know, what is it? 20, let's say 21, 22 years old. About a decade of testosterone therapy as a male insofar as. He has had far more testosterone in the building of muscle and his uh, skeletal system and everything than any of the women there, obviously. So taking some testosterone suppressant does not change all of that, does not shift the biological reality. But you'll notice there are people, there was a member of Congress that was shouting at people, they're bigots, celebrate this. And you have to wonder, why do they push so hard on it? Why do they insist? I mean, everyone notices. And I I will answer that question, by the way. Why do they push so hard on it? Everyone notices the situation. I mean, here is the father of an Auburn University swimmer because we have to remember there are women, actual women, who have been swimming for over a decade competitively. Some of them have probably been in the pool. I don't even know how young some of these uh, women started swimming a lot and trying to become the best at their sport, and what they do, probably, what, five, six, seven years old. And this would be a peak moment. I mean, getting a national championship gold medal would be a peak moment for any, getting a silver or a bronze. There were people who had that, women who had that, stolen from them because the woke left, the Democrat Party, ESPN, and unfortunately most of corporate America are cowards who demand that you, too, live by lies. Well, here's a father... Of one of the Auburn University swimmers who's just saying what you and I and everybody else knows is true but only some are willing to say they asked the question how he felt about winning when really how do the rest of the 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 women feel about having the stress of dealing with this you know knowing they have to swim against them so a girl that got nine doesn't get 8th. A girl that gets 17th doesn't make All-American 16th. A girl that got 39th, potentially if they took 38 girls in NCAAs, she didn't get to come to the NCAAs because a biological male took their spot. I think everybody's got to be civil about it. Um, I call him Will Thomas. He's a human. We should respect that and what he wants to do with his life. But this isn't the place to do it. It's taking opportunity away from females that have worked very, very hard for a long, long time, even before college, to get in this position, and uh, it's just not right. It's just not right. This father is absolutely correct. I I would love to see some of these woke lefties that pretend to be so brave with their little blue checks on Twitter or on Facebook or wherever, mostly on Twitter, explain to that dad how he's wrong. It's because this is the new civil rights struggle. No, it's not, actually. It's not. We've had gender separation in sports for a long time for very obvious reasons. And what they're really flirting with here is the eventual destruction of women's sports, because how much more of this do you go through before you say, fine, we just it's just open. Now we just have age limits. We'll just all agree on that, I guess, for the time being that, you know, there'll be you know 18 and over swim meets or college swim meets for people 18 to 22. And then there'll be uh, high school swim meets. But there'll be no gender separation. After all the fighting that occurred to get women equal access to sports facilities through Title IX, and this was a big program of the left, they abandoned it at the first moment that it's politically convenient for them to do so. And they pretend that that's not what they're doing, but it is exactly what they're doing. Here is a Virginia Tech swimmer who is competing in this meet again, saying what is obvious, but what the whole country needs to hear.
1: You're a Virginia Tech swimmer. What did you think about Leah Thomas competing today as a swimmer in this competition? Um, what are you feeling? What are other athletes feeling?
2: It's a common conception that we are all very disappointed and frustrated with someone who is has capabilities more than us women have to be able to compete at this level and take opportunities away from other women. Like, I have a teammate who did not make finals today because she was just bumped out of finals, and it's heartbreaking to see someone who went through puberty as a male and has the body of a male be able to absolutely blow away the competition and you go into with a mindset that you are you don't have a chance if that makes sense like it's hard to compete against someone with the aerobic capacity the muscle development the body of a man it's hard it's hard to think about it like that and staying positive I bet for other swimmers who are in that uh, heat is probably overwhelming I'm not sure I can't speak for them but it's disappointing to see and frustrating definitely
0: Everybody listening knows that everything she just said is true. Will you see any discussion of it on MSNBC, on CNN? Do you think the New York Times or the Washington Post will write an editorial saying, all right, we, we have gone too far here. We have gone too far. Calls for courtesy and decency to one another are always well met and in good faith, right? Calls for the competition of biological males against biological females, that is quite different. That is something else. And that's what we're seeing. Notice that they lie to you about this and they have no no compunction. There's there's no hesitation. It's not like, uh, oh, you know, this is really it's shut up, bigot. No, that's not a male. It's a woman. That's what they say. They don't even say it's a transgender woman. I want you all to be very clear. The lefties who push this stuff tell you that Leah Thomas is a woman. Full stop stop. You, what you see with your lying eyes, they want you to forget, and you're supposed to listen to them. The same people who told you that Hunter Biden's laptop in the media, the same people, uh, Hunter Biden's laptop was Russian disinformation. The same people who tell you Fauci is not a lying evil little tyrant, and that masking works. The same, you're noticing something here, aren't you? They don't care about the lie because it's always for a good cause in their minds. It always serves a higher purpose, and therefore, no matter how much Violence it does against truth, it is worthwhile. Welcome to the modern left in America today. Maybe it's been the left the whole time. But now they've accrued so much power that they can expect you to live by it, to listen to them, to obey, bend the knee, bend the knee, do what they say or else. Deny objective reality or you are a bad person. Isn't that such a useful tool? They can get you to deny objective reality once in this instance. Where else? And the apparatus decide that you can't actually see what you see? Where else can they continue the war on observation? What you know and what you experience to be true, they say isn't. we got more on this, including on the Hunter Biden laptop aftermath, which they're not talking about really at all on the left, but we certainly will. I've got a new X chair. It is the most comfortable office chair I've ever owned. And look, I am passionate about getting you one, too. Clay told me that he loved his. So I was like, well, I need to get one as well. And my X-chair can give me a massage now while I'm working. It can heat up or cool down. And when you feel the customized support of X-chair's patented dynamic varial lumbar or DVL, you'll never be happy in any other chair again. It's so much better. I just had to get rid of my old office chair because it just doesn't even compare. X-chair is high performance, quality engineering and extreme comfort. This week only, they're holding their special anniversary sale. Go to xchairclayandbuck.com now. That's xchairclayandbuck.com. Or call 1-844-4X-CHAIR for special anniversary sale pricing. X-CHAIR has a 30-day guarantee of complete comfort. You can finance your purchase for as little as $30 a month. xchairclayandbuck.com is the website. Go check it out.
2: up to $100. Download the Price Picks app. Use promo code CLAY, that's C-L-A-Y, to get set up and get a deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Why
0: are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand.
2: Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts?
0: You can look to precious metals for various reasons, If you uh, haven't already, please do subscribe to the Clay and Buck podcast. Also, I put out a Buck Sexton podcast first thing in the morning before the show. You should check that one out, too. It's kind of a quick rundown on what we're going to talk about later on on the show. Consider it a, uh, an appetizer, an amuse-bouche for those of you who uh, like your fancy French food. Or just you want to hear a short podcast of new stuff. That's also good. Trump. Oh, I have to tell you all, the phones are open. 800-282-2882. Would love to talk to some of you. Um, And uh, please give us a ring here. Uh, And we will get into the Trump habit of saying things that turn out to be almost prophetic, right? I mean, he, he says things that are true that they hate. He says things that will be true and they shut him down they say no remember trump said that there'd be seven dollar gas under biden sure enough california last week seven dollar gas in some places i think it might have even been higher than that might have been like eight bucks or something it was very very high uh the hunter biden laptop which was buried as part of a much larger they're still looking at hunter biden this is called laundering the narrative through the pretense of journalism is what they're doing this New York Times piece? It was oh, there's a big long investigation of Hunter Biden. Let's write a long act. let's write a long piece where we get into some of the. They're looking at Hunter. This is a little true. That's maybe eh, we don't know. It's also they can say, see, we covered it. We tell you the truth. Remember, a good propagandist always has a lot of accurate a lot of accurate facts. It's the narratives. It's usually the conclusions that are the biggest lies and the omissions of fact that are necessary to get you to those conclusions. Those are the ways that talented, skilled propagandists try to get the public to think certain things and think things that are not true. And so that then brings me to what Trump said about the media to the media just back in 2020 when the Hunter Laptop story broke. And remember, they went on a full scale, scorched earth suppression campaign. It's not true. It's Russian disinformation. They trotted out. Clowns from the Intel community who used to run it, which people ask, why'd you leave the Intel community buck? Well, because there are a lot of morons in charge, to be honest with you. And here is Trump saying in 2020 that uh, the Hunter laptop story, the fact is, it's true and the media is disgusting.
3: To call Biden a criminal. Why is that? He is a criminal. He's a criminal.
0: He got caught, read his laptop, and you know who's a criminal? You're a criminal for not reporting it. You are a criminal for not reporting it. Oh, let me tell you something. Joe Biden is a criminal and he's been a criminal for a long time. And you're a criminal in the media for not reporting it. Can we just take a step back here for a moment? We are being told that increasingly it is our responsibility. The elites, certainly in the foreign policy, national security apparatus, are saying that the war in Ukraine is a U.S and nato responsibility we have to do something to end this and they keep pushing further and further just shy of u.s military intervention this just happens to be in a country that the former vice president and current president's son was getting paid off in so that there was at least a perception of access directly to the very top of the u.s government and the media is entirely disinterested in this in fact they lied about it they said it didn't didn't happen as we know that was that was not true but i'll remind you of this as well they are never don't don't ever mistake this new york times cnn you name it any of the libs you see running around on social media who lied about the hunter biden laptop as russian disinformation who cheered as big tech shut down the new york post twitter account to suppress that story an entirely true and very newsworthy story they're not embarrassed uh they succeeded The lie was what they were going for. Have you ever tried to use your towel and it just didn't work that well because it's a little old, a little threadbare, and doesn't really absorb very much? Guess what? You probably need to replace your towels, all of them. They get old. After a year or so, towels don't really have the same absorbency. I've got a great deal for you, courtesy of Mike Lindell and my pillow, the My Towel Set. Two bath, two hand towels, and two washcloths, typically retailing for 109 dollars 99 for a limited time, you can get this set of six for the low price of $39.99 with promo code Clay and Buck. Just go to mypillow.com, click on the Radio Listener Specials, and use promo code Clay and Buck. All My Pillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee. With our promo, you'll also get a copy of Mike Lindell's book free with your purchase make sure you go to mypillow.com click on the radio listener specials use promo code clay and buck for the amazing six piece towel set you'll love it welcome back to the clay and buck Show. Buck rocking it solo today clay taking the day off he's gonna be in Vegas he is gonna be uh, I'm sure running the blackjack tables uh making big big wins he's I think you call it a whale when someone's a big big time right so he's He's a whale. Uh, we look forward to having him back on Monday. Also, want to give a shout out here, real quick, to the actual female NCAA uh, swimming champion in the 500 yard freestyle, Emma Wyant, uh, uh, or Wayant, perhaps. I think it might be Wayant. Emma Wayant, 20 years old, the actual female champion, uh, an actual gold medalist in the NCAA, and good for her. And uh, that's the way people should view it and should speak about it. Now, um, I want to spend some time talking to you today about Ukraine, although I I don't want to, as you've noticed, spend a lot of the show on it, because I do think that there is a a bit of a media obsession with this, with constantly putting this on TV and not really advancing the story that we know there's a conflict going on in Ukraine. It will continue on. We should know about it. We should be aware of how serious everything is over there. And there should be a discussion, as we've done here, I think. We we speak about it, but we don't only speak about that issue because we still have a border and an economy and inflation and other things and you know, cultural battles to fight here at home. And there's a lot going on, which I don't think has been certainly uh, reflected by the Democrat media because I think they like this narrative they've constructed as they're all heroes on the Ukraine issue. Meanwhile, Republicans have overwhelmingly gone along with Sending uh, weapons to the Ukrainians, are rooting for Ukrainians to achieve their sovereignty and independence back from the Russian aggressors, but that that somehow gets lost. We hear about the, the the Putin supporting Republicans. I I don't know any Putin supporting Republicans. I don't know why people say this. I haven't come across this. Maybe they exist, but they're certainly not uh, they're certainly not prominent. They're not uh, people that anyone is listening to. But you know they sl- they slander. Some of the folks over at Fox and say that they're doing Putin's bidding. It's just simply idiotic. Speaking of idiotic, though, um, Nancy Pelosi. I mean, I I don't think we played it. There was a couple of days ago where she was. I saw the big the big convoy of the tanks. I want to blow the tanks up. You know, she was like General Pelosi all of a sudden, El Comandante Pelosi. Send in the bombers and the bomb them. We're like, whoa, Nancy. Settle down. You know, I don't think America should start bombing Russian tank convoys unless you want really big problems that may may actually affect her in her $10 million mansion in San Francisco. It may actually, if we go to full-scale nuclear war, the libs will suffer too, so I think Nancy should be aware of that. And maybe she is, because she scaled it down a little bit from, I like to bomb them, to reading a... (laughs) It's almost hard to read this, like, seriously. Reading a poem out loud yesterday on St. Patrick's Day, um, written by Bono, who, look, I listened to quite a bit of U2 in the 90s. I will not, I cannot tell a lie. I, I liked some of the U2 albums. I celebrate uh, most of the catalog. But Bono is obviously a little bit of a megalomaniac. Right, a little bit of a things a little bit of a god complex. But anyway, he he, he wrote a poem. <laughs> he wrote a poem and about the Ukraine situation, mind you. And Nancy Pelosi chose to read it, I guess, in an act of of solidarity. Um, James James Joyce, uh, Keats. Uh, n- name name some of the great writers, the great poets of, well. Of your high school studies or whatever it is you decide to read literature, uh, I don't think Bono is on the list. Here's Nancy Pelosi reading it eight.
1: Oh
2: Saint Patrick, he drove out the snakes with his prayers, but that's not all. It that's not all it takes. Where the smoke symbolizes an evil that arises and hides in your heart as it breaks. And the evil isn't from, friends, from the darkness that lives in some men. But in sorrow and fear, that's when saints can appear. To drive out those old snakes once again. And they struggle for us to be free from the psycho in this human family. Ireland's sorrow and pain is now the Ukraine. And St. Patrick's name is now Zelensky.
0: I mean... Wow. I mean, if you if you held I know there's some teachers listening to this, a lot of parents listening to this show all across the country. Your third grader could write a better poem. That is true. Your third grade maybe second graders could write a better poem, but that was what Pelosi decided. She was going to uh, share with all of us. And then there was another effort at this. And and I have to wonder how much of it is really is this really meant for uh the consumption of the Russian soldiers and the Russian people today. Putin just had a major rally. He had a World Cup stadium full of uh, people, and he's talking about. Look, he's a propagandist. He's a bad guy. I mean, this is not. This is not new. This is not surprising. Putin's a bad guy. He has been for a very long time, but he is saying this was to mark the uh, eighth anniversary of Russia's illegal annexation of crimea back in 2014 and so you have a big pro essentially a big pro war event now i know they'll say it's a lot of government employees and people bust in and all this but putin is not backing down from this at all and i know everyone keeps saying oh but he's lost so many soldiers and look at russian military doctrine for the last hundred years loss of soldiers is not something that bothers the conscience unfortunately of the leadership class in an authoritarian state like Russia or the former Soviet Union. So that's not going to do it. So how do we manage the situation right now? What can be done on our side? I think I've mentioned to you all before. I have two brothers, and we grew up watching just a lot of the classic 80s and some 90s action movies, but Schwarzenegger, Stallone, I watched a lot of Jean Claude Van Damme movies. I mean, I still think Bloodsport is an amazing cinematic achievement. For those of you who have not seen it, it's uh, it holds up well. I feel like they made it with uh, a-, a budget that you couldn't even you couldn't even buy an entry level Tesla. But that's they made the movie for very little money. Anyway, I loved action movies growing up and watched them uh, with with uh, frequency. I'm, I could if you were to see me on the street. And quote the movie Commando or Predator, for example, I could respond with the next line almost hundred percent of the time. So I was a Schwarzenegger guy. I mean, this—he's an—it's an amazing story, but I, I really thought his work was look. He—he's—he's a, he's a cultural phenomenon in some way, and he was the governor of California. He became the governor, right? He became a politician. He's somebody who's been in a, in a leadership role too. So he puts out this video, and. And I think the video it's it's well intentioned. I actually agree with the overall message of the Russians are fighting an aggressive war that should stop immediately, should never have occurred. But then he does this, and I I am sorry, but we we can't allow this to continue. Where the narrative of the left of the elites is that the war in Ukraine is you know almost like the January six insurrection in terms of how serious this was and how much of a threat to democracy it was.
3: No one likes to hear something critical of the
0: government. I understand that. But, as a long-time friend of the Russian people,
3: I hope that you will hear what I have to say. And may I remind you that I speak with the same heartfelt concern as I spoke to the American people when there was an attempted insurrection on January 6th last year, when a wild crowd was storming the U.S. Capitol, trying to overthrow our government. You see, there are moments like this that are so wrong, and then we have to speak up. And this is exactly the same with your government.
0: No, I'm sorry. Anyone who calls the January 6th riot an insurrection to overthrow the United States government by force is either an idiot or a liar. I, I stand behind this. I've written about this. I've Posted of this at Buck a while ago, and uh, a lot of people were saying, yeah, absolutely. This is a case where you say you, you cannot allow this narrative con- to continue because it dramatically that undermines everything else It was a nine minute long video he puts out. And to get the libs to know that, you know, Arnold is on their side. He does this. I spoke out against the insurrection, you know, another serious threat to our democracy. Putin has rolled a couple of hundred thousand soldiers into Ukraine and is firing tanks and missiles at hospitals and killing thousands and thousands of people. The January 6th insurrection was not an insurrection. It was people that were violating trespassing laws and interfering and obstructing with a government proceeding overwhelmingly in terms of the overall numbers nonviolently. And those who were violent didn't actually kill anybody. In fact, as we know, the only fatality was Ashley Babbitt, who was shot by an officer who pulled the trigger far too quickly, in my opinion. But you see, even when we could have a moment of unity, you can't be in the good graces of the left without taking a cheap shot at the GOP, at Trump, at Trump voters. This is where you'd say, why not, why not actually just bring us all together? And have a unified message of support for the Ukrainian people. No. Schwarzenegger takes a cheap shot at the insurrection. Or or maybe he just believes it. Maybe he's so simple minded and is thinking about politics. I mean, his tenure as governor of California was not good that uh, he actually thinks what he says is true. Does your day start with a cup of coffee? If so, is it anywhere as good as the coffee I'm drinking from Black Rifle? I doubt it. Black Rifle has been my coffee for, oh gosh, about uh, five, six years now. It's absolutely delicious. Black Rifle has a mission as well. I'm absolutely convinced when you hear about it, you're going to want to support these guys and drink their coffee. They give back to veteran law enforcement and first responder causes with every bag of coffee you purchase. And this is delicious stuff. It's fresh roasted and delivered right to your home. Whether you want it by the bag, ground, or not, you can get whole bean or K-cups. That's for individual servings on the go. Black Rifle delivers it to your home on your schedule. So this gets sent to you in a box. I get mine sent to me every month. This is a veteran-founded and operated company serving premium coffee to people who love America. Last year, Black Rifle donated 100,000 bags of freshly roasted coffee beans to first responders, law enforcement, and active-duty military. The best way to enjoy Black Rifle is freedom-filled coffee, is with the Black Rifle Coffee Club. Join the club, and your brew of choice is roasted, packaged, and shipped free to your door on your schedule. See their entire selection of coffee at blackriflecoffee.com. Use the promo code Clay and Buck at checkout for twenty percent savings on the coffee you purchase.
2: Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D.
1: When you have health insurance, it's easy to think, I'm covered, no worries. Well, not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket costs are not covered by insurance. That can be a lot of money for your family. But how do you know you're not being overbilled?
0: Nowadays, 20 bucks barely gets you a burger and fries or maybe a quarter tank of gas. You know what it will get you, though? For $20 a month, you can get unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data from my cell phone company, Pure Talk.
2: You'll get the same quality of service as AT&T, Verizon, or T-Mobile, but for half the cost. The average-sized family saves almost $1,000 a year, all with no contracts and no activation fees. You can keep your cell phone number and your phone
0: 800-282-2882 on the phone lines. it's a quick preview of where we're going next. We will, um, of, of where we're going next, uh, we're going to be talking with our friend Alex Berenson in the bottom of the next hour about the COVID surge that's happening in some other countries. There's now talk of a new variant that we're all going to have to be uh prepared for here we'll have to look into that one uh also the oil and gas companies are now the bad guys big pharma is a hero if you question anything if you question anything about big pharma you're a bad person who doesn't trust the science even though i mean that guy Borla when he's like it's maybe time to get a fourth shot you're like hmm hmm that seems like a lot of shots but if you question them you're a bad person but if you dump all over the fossil fuel producers you're apparently very savvy and you understand everything and you're a, a good person I'm, I'm sorry but i find that to be uh absurd so we have some calls coming in here um we got dave in houston texas right now hey dave what's going on hey buck um Hey, I wanted to say on the Leah Thomas issue, just because our woke morons allow him to swim, if it gets to an Olympic level, will other countries be able to protest this? That's a great question. And I, I think the answer here is that there will be some NCAA effort to try to create what seems like some scientific, you know, the same way they do blood doping, testing and things like that. They'll start having... Uh, You know, testosterone checking and things along those lines, because, you know, the the people that make the determinations at the Olympic Committee, they, they don't want to be called bigots on American or Western media. They're they're scared, too. But you are going to have at some point a male who is being given a under the current trajectory, under the current rules, a male will be given a gold medal. As a, as a, quote, female in an Olympic event, it is just a matter of time. And now you're talking about not only the prestige and the sense of accomplishment that is being taken from other women, it's also money. Gold medal is worth, depending on the event, uh, millions of dollars in endorsements. It does depend on the event. I mean, I don't think a gold medal in shuffling is quite as uh, big. I, um And we got, uh, yeah, so gold medal and shuffling not as big, but some of the other ones are uh, going to be quite valuable, quite lucrative. We got John in New York City next. What's up, John? Hey, Buck, I wanted to just give my opinion on the flyovers for Taiwan that the Chinese have been doing.
1: As a student of history, I feel what they're doing now is aerial reconnaissance. They're surveilling and getting ready for their invasion, and they need to know the terrain and where they should land and what they should do to accomplish that. And if we're going to help Taiwan, we have to start sending them the goods they need to defend themselves now rather than wait until the last minute and then try to send them some MiGs through one country to another.
0: Well, China has been doing a lot of reconnaissance on Taiwan for a very long time, and we have been been helping the Taiwanese— Arm up. I mean, they're they're not, um, they're not without the ability to hit back against China. But China is a country of a billion people with the second largest military in the world, and it turns into a question of what price would the Chinese be willing to pay to take Taiwan? Um, not so much whether China could, because just the difference in size and militaries means that there's a, a sense of inevitability uh, to it if they go all in. And this is also thanks for calling in, John. This is also my concern about uh, trying to analyze the situation in Russia where people keep thinking of this through the lens of, I think, Western leadership, where we say there's no way there's no way that um, Vladimir Putin can sustain these losses and the political pressure at home. He has an entirely different prism. He has a very different framework for looking at those issues than what we see in America or the West, Uh, and a simple way of putting it is he doesn't care, really. Uh, As long as everyone is terrified of him and the people in positions of power will go along, you're going to have a Russian war machine that grinds on, I think, unless I'm missing something. The situation of fossil fuel producers in this country and also the situation of our border is where we're going to go next. Biden administration very concerned with the possibility of a mass immigration incident illegal immigration incident if they get rid of title 42 which is the power they have under uh, the cdc authority to expel people who are coming in during a pandemic what are they going to do about this folks and what about the wide open southern border that we have we do not forget about this challenges problem here on this show we'll dive into that next and a whole lot more stick around clay and buck going strong here are back
2: Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the front lines of truth.
0: More than a movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies from the Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael.